Are you a people pleaser like I am? Chances are you are because you're here and you're just that type of person. I see you. Today we're going to talk about how people pleasing showed up in a big way in my life and what I've learned from it. So stay tuned. Hey friends, this is the Celebration Effect podcast, the podcast that gives you the tools and knowledge you need to stop living for the someday and start celebrating the now. Together, we'll celebrate our minds, bodies, and souls and realize that life is cause for celebration. I'm so grateful you're here. Well, hi friends. I hope you are having a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. I've taken, as you've probably noticed, a little break from podcasting as I've been focusing on the members of the Celebration Effect membership and all the other things that I'm doing in my life. So I'm giving myself a little bit of room to breathe and to relax because, uh, as I'm sure you can all relate, this has been a very strange year. Um, you can feel it energetically. You can feel it uh, in the mass consciousness that we're all very anxious. Um, as the election starts to come up, you can feel that kind of building as well. And so I'm just trying to give myself a break. You know, I have these things that I do in my business that I've been really adamant about for the last few years that I do every single day. And I'm just allowing myself to take a break from some of those things. And so I'm just not, I'm trying not to be hard on myself, you know, about the podcast, about all the different things. It's just do what feels right. Because I think this year has been, it's been heavy, right? So give yourself a break. If you're feeling like you need to sleep more, do that. If you're feeling like you need a break, do that because that's your body telling you what it needs. And so that's what I've been doing here. And we're going to talk a little bit today about one of the big lessons that I learned this year, and that is people pleasing. Are you a people pleaser? I think a lot of what they say empaths are people pleasers because I don't know what it is about us, but we just want to please people. We feel good when the energy in the room is good. We don't like confrontation. We just want to make everyone feel great, feel uplifted. And I think that's why I started, you know, my party decorations and positivity on Instagram. And this whole thing is I love to be positive and I love to see the good in you know, in some of the craziness in the world. Um, but I think what I've learned this year is, you know, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> and sometimes we have to look at the shadow side of things. We have to deal with the trauma and the pain to come out on the other side. You can't just ignore it, right? And so sometimes in life, actually all the time in life, when the universe or God or your spirit guides or your angels, they're trying to teach you something. Okay. You've come here to enter into earth school, right? And what happens is a lot of times the universe tries to throw a little pebble, something to challenge us, to level up, to learn from a situation. So you can compare this to anything in your life that keeps showing up for you. And so in this analogy, 
Mine will be people-pleasing, and maybe you're seeing another pattern in your life. So think about what's showing up in your life as I tell you these stories today about people-pleasing. Because like I said, the universe throws you a pebble and says, hey, deal with this. You need to work on this. You need to push through this. You need to conquer this, right? The universe is asking you to do the work or calling you to do the work to you know, help you push through something. And what the universe or God will do is throw you that pebble, say you've got to deal with it. And then if you don't, if you don't learn from it, you're going to see it showing up in your life over and over and over again. So some people see this, um, you probably see it in some people who have the same type of relationships, people who are in relationships where the person's always maybe using them or treats them poorly. If you're seeing a pattern, we're being called to deal with these patterns. There's a pattern because we need to conquer. There's a life lesson that we need to learn. And so, like I said, mine this year was all around people pleasing. So let me just share with you that when I first started this whole podcast, this whole idea, when I felt called to talk about more things than just party decorations, I felt a calling that, you know, law of attraction and the universal principles and personal growth and spiritual growth, all this stuff, I was really interested in it. And I really wanted to do something with it. But I was so scared. Why? Because I grew up in a very um, religious household. And it's not that I feel like it goes against that, but I would say if you're someone who is of faith um, or of a specific religion, you know that some of the principles we talk about on this podcast uh, don't quite, you know, go. And so I was nervous. I was nervous really about what, you know, my dad would say because he's very religious. And I just had to overcome that idea that I needed to please him because he's probably not listening to this podcast anyway. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. And who am I living my life for? Am I going to literally refuse something that my intuition is telling me to go towards because I'm scared of what my dad thinks? <laughs> like, what a joke, right? So maybe you could think about that in your life. Where are you maybe holding back or not doing something because you're worried about someone in your life and what they're going to think? So that's kind of, um, you know, where this began with this podcast. And so I just want to start with that because that's kind of something I've already overcome. I had to push through that. I had to say, hopefully my dad will still love me, right? And of course he does. He might be a little bit disappointed that I'm not, you know, going on his path, but that doesn't mean he's not going to love me. So I had to overcome that. I had to uh, push, push through it in order to, you know, grow from that. So this year in particular has been a year of learning this lesson again and again. A lot of you on Instagram at Party Decorations and Positivity know that I was sharing my story about the legal battle that I had earlier this year. So let me just give you a quick recap because this will help you kind of set the stage of why this comes into people pleasing. So we have a neighbor 
um, who doesn't live very close to us. It's like literally a few streets away and she is a real estate agent. And we reached out to her a few years ago because we always knew we probably wouldn't stay in this house for a long time. So we reached out to her a few years ago, just had a quick sit down with her and um, got some ideas about how much the house would be worth at that time. And, you know, years have actually gone by. And so we had the opportunity to look at different real estate agents and things like that. But being the people pleaser that I am, I felt that we had kind of given this person our word that we would use her. Um, Despite my husband not feeling great about using her, just that kind of, I think, intuitive feeling that uh, I kind of want to use someone else. But I kind of pushed us to continue to use her because we had already spoken to her and I felt bad because that's who I am. (laughs) So that's fine. Great. We we got into a we made an offer on a house in the Sacramento area and that was all buttoned up over on that side. Basically, the offer that we made on that house was contingent on selling our house that we currently live in. So when we went to go and sell our current house, we thought, well, we don't have a lot to lose. We can either gain this really amazing new house up in the Sacramento area, or, you know, we just stay where we are. That's what we thought our options were, being first-time home sellers, of course. Um, but anyone who's a real estate agent would probably know that there was risk involved. However, I didn't think there was any risk involved. But that's being a novice that I am and a, a life lesson that I learned. Basically, what should have happened was that we didn't realize that if we got into contract and something were to happen to the loan on the other house, we would be homeless. Okay, but when you hire a real estate agent, usually they tell you about options that you can put in place so that that won't happen. Because have you ever heard of this happening to anyone? No. The reason is because the real estate agent typically does a contingency plan. A contingency plan usually involves making the sale of your current home contingent on the replacement property. So um, making sure that that loan on the other end will go through before you actually get to sell your house. So it's a contingency. And yes, that can cause some hesitancy from a buyer's point of view. Um, But, you know, I'd rather that than be homeless, right? So that's kind of to set the stage for you of where (laughs) we were coming from. We were never talked to about that contingency or any kind of plan that would protect us in a situation of for something to happen. So, um, that kind of sets the stage. Now, I will say that there were times leading up to the craziness where we just didn't like how this real estate agent was. We didn't like how she was treating us. Um, she dropped off the disclosures at our front door and said, fill these out. Well, we're first time home buyers. We have no idea how to fill that out. So we had to reach out and proactively call her and say, well, how do we fill these out when she should have you know, walked us through that. These little things, these little stones that the universe is throwing saying, "Mm, maybe this isn't right. Maybe this isn't right. A few times my husband said, you know, he wanted to kind of let her go. He wanted to move on to a different real estate agent. I again felt bad. And so I was like, no, let's just go through with it. Um, And basically we got into contract with buyers um, 
And four days into that contract, my husband lost his job, meaning that we would not have been approved for the loan at um, our new house because he is about a little over 50% of our income that would not be approved. So basically that falls through, but we are now still in contract with these buyers. Long story long, there was also another part of it where the buyers had provided us with something called this coronavirus addendum, um, which was not used by our realtor and our counter offer. Um, so two things went down, which we were, which got into us into a legal situation with our realtor later. But the point is, is that there were plenty of red flags for me to back out of this situation, knowing that this was not the right person to sell our house. But because I was such a people pleaser, I continued down the road. That was one situation this year where I said, wow, this is God, the universe, my angels throwing me a huge boulder and saying, you gotta stop caring what people think. This isn't about you not liking this person. This is about them being able to do a job and to keep your family safe, to keep your best interests in mind before their own, because that's why you hired this person. And that person did not do that job. And so it's not personal. It's not negativity. It's not evilness on my part. It's simply saying, I will set a boundary that I am not going to sit here and let be treated a certain way just because I'm going to hurt someone's feelings. Because instead of hurting someone's feelings, I then had to go through an entire legal process of hiring an attorney, facing being homeless, um, sleepless nights, all of these things which could have been avoided had I not been trying to people please. Now, we ended up taking our real estate agent to small claims court, which I had I had really a lot of uh, conflict. I was really conflicted about taking her to small claims because, as you know, I feel like you get what you put out into the world. Um, I don't want bad karma. Um, but I really did, in the end, feel like, whereas I forgave this person as a person, I felt like... I did not want this to happen to someone else. This is not okay. This is not what you were hired to do. This is not what you should be doing to others. Uh, so that's what I decided to do. And we won our case. It was decided that uh, she fell through on her fiduciary duty um, and did not have our best interests at heart. And um, she was uh, she was given the mandate to pay us for the attorney's fees that we had to pay and our settlement fee um, with the buyers to make them go away. <laughs> so she does have a chance to appeal. We are in that time right now. Um, so I'll let you know if she comes back and tries to appeal it. Um, but that's just one example of how people-pleasing got me into a rut this year. This has also shown up very recently on my Instagram I have been sharing a point of view that a lot of people do not agree with right now. And all I am interested in is being authentic. And if I sit here and just pretend that I don't believe the things that I believe and I'm scared to share the things that I believe out of fear that I'll be unfollowed or disliked, that's something I've had to really learn. That is almost more painful than this other people pleasing that I learned with the real estate 
agent. I think it is so painful as humans to be disliked. Do you agree? (laughs) And so I've had to slowly overcome that on Instagram and say, you know, I'm just going to be me. I can't be anyone else. So I just want to encourage you right now to look at yourself and see where people pleasing is coming up in your life. Where is it that you can be yourself more and and forget about the fear of what you'll be judged about right now in history, especially is a time where there's a lot of censorship going on and there's a lot of You feel like you got to people please because most people, well, it feels like most people because the main narrative on the news is telling you to believe something and it feels very scary to go against that. Even, Even when in your gut, you feel like it's not right. My mentor, Jim Fortin, talks all about how the two main fears in life are the fear of judgment from others and the fear of being rejected by others. And so all the things that we've talked about regarding people pleasing, you know, relate to that. How many times have you not said something, not spoken up because you felt like someone wouldn't like you? But the truth is, you know, not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to like me. (laughs) And we have to be okay with that. I just want to encourage you to live a life for you. Because who are you living for? And how long are you going to do that? You need to live a life that's for you. And in order to do that, you need to be authentic to yourself because it's the only way that you're going to achieve the things that you want in your life. And I'm going to leave you with my favorite quote uh, that Bob Proctor always says that always hits so hard for me. And this is what I want to get across today with this people pleasing. He says, if I want to be free, I got to be me. Not the me I think you think I should be. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. But if I want to be free, I got to be me. And let's face it, I can't be myself if I'm going around trying to please every single person I come across. And neither can you. As one of my other mentors says, either love me or hate me, but there's no money in the middle. (laughs) So I'll leave you with that. I hope that was inspiring to you. And I hope that helps you be your true authentic self through this time, because that's who we need. We need you to be your true authentic self to make a change in this world. Okay. (laughs) All right, guys, I hope you have a great day. And don't forget to take a little bit of time to celebrate your life.